Hello and welcome to Age Gap Finance, a podcast where a millennial and a baby boomer talk money. My name is Nick. I'm 25. I'm a financial advisor at Rosado Wealth Management. And my name is Ed Rosado and I'm 58 years old and I am a managing partner at Rosado Wealth as well. So today, the general idea of our podcast is we are going to be talking about the summer swoon and, you know, is it something we've seen before? You know, should we be worried about what's going on in the market? Just kind of some of our thoughts on what to expect over the next few weeks and and how we feel about it. But before we get into any of the meat of today's podcast, um, Ed, how are you doing? Um, Anything exciting going on? Uh, no, not really. We're into the, the heat of the summer already here in Florida. So, uh, as you know, a busy half, first half of the year already mm-hmm. between tax season and uh, seeing many, many financial clients, and we have more to see as well. But, uh, no, it's been pretty good. Looking for a little bit of break here come the summer. Yeah, yeah. It always slows down a little bit during the summer. You know, and, and that's part of the topic we'll get into eventually is that a lot of things that have to do with the market change in the summer, it's just something that happens every year. But same with us, we we typically slow down a little bit. You know, we have a very very busy tax season in the next couple months, and then we get to have a little bit of a break, which is nice after such a busy time. Mm-hmm. Um, I know. I just went to Montana and you know visited Glacier National. Wow, Park. how was that? It was great. The weather is uh, so much better up there, um, especially right now. I mean, you walk to your car from your house and you're sweating it feels like and in montana you know some of the locals were complaining about it being warm there and it was you know in the low 80s and you know felt great right and yeah we we got to see some some really good views um went on a lot of hikes and just kind of was a complete opposite of what the last few months were you know we were able to kind of just be with nature and relax and you know kind of be away from things for a few days so that that was really nice Sounds relaxing. It was relaxing, yeah. So we uh, we enjoyed that, but now we're back and and it's not even well the first rested. day of summer yet. I know and it's already it, in the nineties here. It, it feels like it's we're in August right now. Is is what it feels like. So I'm I'm nervous for what August is going to bring. But but we're used to it. We are used to it. Yeah, or as as used to it as we can be. I feel like it. We kind of tolerate it every year, but we know it's coming, and it probably won't cool down in Florida till November. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. So yeah, we we got a brace for that, but. Well, that's good. You got to get away, and you did some national parks, or a, a yeah, national yeah, park. Glacier National Park is up up there in Montana. We didn't get to go all the way up to the top like we wanted to because actually there was, the it, the week before we went, there was like a foot of snow that um, the mountains received and uh, there was actually an avalanche that came down on the road you're supposed to go on to get there and wow um, yeah uh, we we thought we did our research but apparently the top of the park doesn't normally open until at least late June typically by July you're fine after the snow is melted yeah but it, apparently there's only like three months of the year where you can see it because wow. it you know you're so elevated that it gets it's snowy up there so um, we missed out on a little bit of stuff but you know we all said it's just an excuse to go back and eventually see that later so we we really enjoyed the parts we did see and I I don't feel like we we really missed out I just think in the future yeah that'll be a second trip to go on yeah and that's it seems like that's all you hear now 
well, now that everybody can travel now, everything's open and mm-hmm. the domestic travel, people are just hitting the national parks and there's a shortage of rental cars and campers and everything else. Yeah, so we, we had to go through almost like an Airbnb style app where people rent out their personal cars. That's the only way we were able to get a rental because uh-huh. airports, rental companies, none of them had anything available. Right. So it... It actually worked nice. The The lady we worked with was, was very helpful, and I would honestly do it again. Um, we had no issues. So, But, yeah, a lot of people are traveling, and that's good to see. I know a lot of the restrictions actually, I think as of today or yesterday, a lot of them got, got lifted mm-hmm. um, in, in a lot of the major states and stuff. So people are starting to do things again, and it's good. And honestly, that... And the, and the, market start, the market, it's The market is reflecting that, too, as well, because... Uh, we're seeing certain um, certain sectors of the market that are being positively affected by that too, which is good. Because mm-hmm. the guy hit so hard last year. Yeah, exactly. I mean, last year had a had a strong finish, but a lot of the travel industries, you know, cruises, airlines, things like that, they were they were very negatively impacted. And it's nice to see that um, people are getting out there and using these things again, so that those industries can mm-hmm. stay afloat. Oh yeah. When we talk about the summer swoon, we talk a lot about typically every year during the summer months, we see a little bit less volume in the market, less trading. You know, we want to kind of ease some of your anxieties here because over the next few weeks or even next few months during the summer, there's definitely going to be more chop, angst, um, you know, nervous periods. Uh, and maybe some minor corrections ahead that and, and you can count on that. I mean, it's going to happen. There's going to be bad weeks, five percent drops, maybe more than that that you know some people are gonna be be a little frightened by that. but this is something that honestly we've come to expect just about every year, no matter what's going on in the market, the summer months, there is some sort of dip that typically happens. Yeah, it's inevitable it's gonna happen and then, you know, for us, some of those corrections or setbacks, we look at them as advantages too, to take some advantages of the dips in the market, you know, uh, if you're going to go ahead and buy in the market too. So that's the time to take advantage of it when there is those dips. Yeah, it's it's not always a bad thing, the market dipping temporarily. It, it creates a lot of opportunities for clients. And uh, honestly, when, when there are these brief periods of, of choppiness, it's usually a great foundation to create some long-term gains. There's trade ranges that are happening that, that cause cash to rise, and you know it just creates foundations to be built. So history shows that these trade ranges actually break to the upside, not the downside. So when these trade ranges are happening, you know, everyone's kind of anticipating this, this big dip, but historically it's shown that actually during these trade ranges, something good comes out of it. It actually tends to go up. Um, and that's exactly why we always say pray for a correction. You know, people think we're crazy when we say that, but I mean, you know um, what that brings. Right. And, la- and, and last year was just proof of that because cause of what happened with the pandemic and all that. And, uh, you know, a lot of people, there was a lot of people that there was panic out there. Some mm-hmm. people pulled out of the market. We didn't do that with any of our clients, thank God. And everybody's ahead and it's not really a time to, you know, to do things like that. You got to stay as a long-term investor. You got to have patience and trust. Those of you that have listened to our podcast and seen our 
our website and, and so forth and maybe been to one of our workshops and stuff we talk a lot about the barbell economy and those are the two biggest generations coming together here uh, you've got the boomers and the gen y's that are clashing right now and gen y is a much bigger population than the boomer population and mm -hmm. you know we're big believers in the next three decades or so that there's going to be uh, it's going to be directly the market is going to be directly impacted by these two generations on what they're going to be purchasing and and how they're going to change certain markets and so forth so we watch all that but um, that's something t for people to really keep focused on and a lot of people lose uh, lose track of that um, because yeah. they don't really see the big picture. Exactly, and people are worried more about the day-to-day -day, um, than sort of the long-term. And, and if you're worrying about the day-to-day, -day, watching the news all day, looking at you know the, what, what the so-called experts are saying about the market, they're instilling a lot of fear into people. And it's always been like that, and it seems like it's always going to be like that. I mean... Of course, last year we had the pandemic. Everyone was worried about that and what that would do to the market. While there was a temporary correction, the follow what fall happened after that uh, was actually very, very good. And as soon as the pandemic, you know, we started to see the end of the tunnel, the next monster came in, which a lot of people are talking about inflation now. They, they think the dollar is going to be worth nothing. Inflation is, is going to skyrocket and, you know, right. all this... All this bad stuff and it, and it's just kind of goes to show that there's always another monster out there you know and as soon as people stop talking about inflation it's it's going to be something else you know it could be china again it could be russia uh, it literally could be anything but there will be something that's sort of our job as as advisors is to kind of keep you on track and focused and while there's going to be these temporary dips due to headlines and and current events like you mentioned the barbell economy these these large generations sort of you know carry more influence than the day-to-day -day headlines um, so that's what we try to get people to focus on yeah you know there's like you said there's a there's a lot of talk about inflation and so forth which is too many dollars chasing too few goods is what it is and it's look what's going on out there the prices of building materials mm-hmm the shortage of computer chips, the shortage of used vehicles, new vehicles, uh, it's all affected by not enough supply and too much demand. Mm -hmm. But that'll pass because it's happened before, mm -hmm. you know. Inflation, you know, it's not as evil, I think, as people make it out to be. Right. You know. But you know, there has to be some evil out there for, some, right. for people right. to worry about. So whether it's minor or serious they're going to make it sound serious mm -hmm. so you know one could argue that with all this extra demand that could be good for the market because obviously if there's a shortage people are buying things and really want these things so that's going to help those industries so you know well the downside on that too is that when there is the demand then the prices rise too right so where a $15 sheet of plywood is now $80 right or the two by four is I don't know how much right now so it's all the demand is right is driving and the crazy the thing is people are buying it still right so you know there there's there's some red flags out there and, and that's why we always say there is going to be red days you know maybe a little a bad week or two that that drop the market all indexes by mm -hmm. 
you know, multiple percentage points and, you know, the headlines will be scary on whenever that does happen, but we right. are anticipating it to happen because that's just what tends to happen in the summer. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's not something that um, a long-term investor should be too concerned about. Sometimes we refer to the people who sold in 2008 as a long-term investor. 2008, yes, it is scary. Markets are down 30-40%. If your portfolio was down and you sold and got out of it, and weren't participating in the market and kind of riding the waves of it, you missed out on the market pretty much quadrupling itself after that. Right. The next, you know, 12 to 13 years or so was one of the best, uh, you know, the history of, uh, yeah. uh, so, of so the market. People are so scared of the temporary downs that they miss out on a lot of the, the gains. And, and that is why we say pray for a correction, because whenever the market does correct itself, historically following period of time has has actually done you know very well you look at 08 you even look at 2020 like we mentioned earlier the markets were down you know 20 30 percent at one point and then the nasdaq ended up 40 percent up on the year mm-hmm. so again people who were not long-term investors and kind of trying to play the market short term and, and and things like that they probably got out and their portfolios probably reflected that. Mm, we've we've met those people this past year. We have where yeah. uh, people you know just pulled out of the market totally once the pandemic hit, or right after the election hit, they yep. pulled out. Mm-hmm. That's another and so one. forth. So it's it's not as a long term investor. So you know we always kind of preach too to to clients that you know we don't only manage assets, we manage people. Yeah, that's so half the and, job. And managing the people is more than half the job sometimes. But uh, just to keep people in focus and on track is the biggest thing um, because there is going to be all this noise out there. There's going to be horrible things that occur, and but they're just going to occur, but they'll pass, mm-hmm. and uh, they just have to stick with it. Yeah, in the same way, if you look back to the 80s, you know, the Dow was in, you know, a 1,000 or, or you know, maybe points, even under, yeah. and... Um, you know, you look at everything bad that's happened since that point in time. I mean, you're talking terrorist attacks, Black Monday, uh, just natural disasters, Great Recession, bank failures, you know, you name it. And the market went from about a thousand points to, you know, 34,000 points over that period of time. So the same way these monsters are, are, are seem so scary right now because they're you know, they're not in the past yet. Um, we, we kind of feel like these monsters that we're so worried about now, we're going to look at them the same way we did when, when the right. Dow was a thousand and, you know, how, how you wish you kind of stayed in it throughout that. Mm-hmm. Um, now, that doesn't mean you're not carrying any risk when you're investing in the market. Of course, there's no guarantee it's going to come back up off a down few months or, or whatever happens over the summer. So, it's just something to consider that, you know, historically in these down markets or corrections or summer swoons, whatever you want to call them, uh, a lot of the time the market has, has been much stronger after the fact. Yep. So the best thing to do is the best suggestion is for people to go on vacation, enjoy yourself and not worry about the market. Because exactly. it's just going to, it's just typically is what's going to happen in the summer. Problems don't come to stay, they come to pass. Yeah, and, and that's why being patient is is one of the most important things you could do. And now it, it, it all depends on kind of your, your time horizon of your investment. I mean, if you're looking to access 
the money this summer, uh, something so short term, we could be having a completely different conversation. But if you're in it for building wealth over the long term and um, just being a long term type of investor, these day to day worries, yeah, you know, we don't feel you should be too concerned about them. But do expect some dips in the market. Just just understand you're riding the wave, and and it's just kind of a part of the process. And you know, one of the things that those of you know those clients that are listening to this and. You may already receive it. If not, if you want to, you could always email us and we'll get you on email. Is that, you know, we put out a morning note uh, just about one, at least once a week, if sometimes maybe twice a week. Um, it just kind of gives you the state of the market, what uh, kind of our thoughts on it, what's happening in the news at the time, and how maybe some of those things in the past have affected markets and how we kind of see it affecting current markets and so forth so it kind of keeps things in check a lot of people a lot of our clients like getting that morning notes we constantly get complimentary emails and on them that they really enjoy it don't stop sending them because it kind of keeps people uh, focused and not really worrying as much especially last year people really enjoyed getting that morning note yeah, they did. and it kept everybody um, calm you know, during all that. Yeah, so if that's something you aren't receiving and, and do want to receive, um, you could give our office a call and mention it to Dory, or if you want to send us an email, Nick at Rosado Wealth. Same with Ed at, at Rosado Wealth. There's plenty of ways to contact us. We can get you on the morning note, um, get you reading sort of our articles that, that a, lot, a lot of clients enjoy. One thing that we did um, not mention was uh, we like to do a little bit of a market update just to kind of let you know where we're at year to date on the markets, the three major indexes. Um, the Dow is up 11.81%, so that's in the double digits. NASDAQ is just under 9%, and the S&P is up 12.79%. So for all the shakiness kind of that we've seen this year already, three major indexes are above or almost at double digits. So that's that's very positive to see. You know, you never really know how it's going to go with um, a lot of these variables that we saw, you know, coming off a pandemic, things opening back up, um, you know, new president, new administration. These are all things that people tend to fear quite a bit. And, you know, the markets, they're not as quite as high as they were last year. But, I mean, double digits in the markets are, are nothing to... No. Um, you know, to downplay. That's it, it's shows a lot of strength in the market, and that's sort of our thinking is that there's there's bigger forces out here than these day to day headlines that you see, and that is the barbell economy. You know, the two largest generations. So we reiterate that because um, helps put a lot of people at ease. You know, because if you do read the news every single day and, and kind of feed into all that you know you will be fearful of what's going on in the market yep. and a lot of the times that that causes clients not necessarily our, our clients because we kind of coach them on this but in general investors will sell off in fear and that's you know not usually the formula to to have long-term gains right although although go to um other types uh, uh, of maybe sectors of the market or other types of investment vehicles that they think will 
protect them through that and then jump back in when it's when they think it's ready but to time the market is never a good idea right um, and then if you're worried about inflation getting into something like a cd paying half a percent or you know say you found a great one paying one percent i mean you're still making zero making zero because of inflation because of the tax, tax. you're paying yeah. on it we always say this fear is the most expensive thing more than any management fees you pay more than any fund fees anything that is built into your investment fear is typically what we see costs the clients the most um, that doesn't mean be reckless but you know be conscious of, of what you're doing right. but if you're changing up your strategies all the time and you know trying to outsmart the market there, there's gonna be some people that that do that and are very successful off of it but you know, for the most part, that's not how you want to invest. Yeah. Um, so. So hopefully that that helps everybody listening here a little bit to put your mind at ease and and to kind of enjoy your summer and you know whatever happens out in the market is going to happen. There's no control of it. A lot of people are maybe overcautious of it sometimes, and they they will make some reaction to it that may hurt them instead of help them. Yeah, so the, the goal of this episode was more to just let you know that as professionals in the industry, we are expecting some sort of summer swoon again, some sort of dip temporarily in the market. So just knowing that going into the summer can, can be very beneficial to the client, helps you worry less, just kind of helps keep you focused. So um, we do appreciate everybody listening to the podcast. And um, if you do have any topics, any ideas you want us to discuss, feel free to reach out. Call our phone number, 727-683-9119, or email Ed or myself, Ed at RosadoWealth.com, or Nick, N-I-C, at RosadoWealth.com. And once again, we want to thank you for tuning in, and um, we hope you enjoyed the podcast, and you have a great summer. Thank you, everyone. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered through True Investments Capital, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor.